Get your popcorn ready because it's time for a movie watching party on Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, voted Tulsa's best coffee shop two years in a row. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. And... And Queen Bee. Today we are talking about... Supernatural, specifically for a watch party because you guys are way invested in that show and I couldn't give a damn. Boo! (laughs) So, to make you happy and to prove that I could try, because I did try to watch this show once, way back. A friend of ours, way back in the day, bought, like, the first couple seasons for my ex-wife and I, actually. Um, And I think I made it all the way up through the 12th or 13th episode. Yeah, Faith is the one where they went to a, like a pop-up church or something. I made it that far, and the show just did not hook me. But you, Josh, and Queen mm-hmm. Bee, you are both way into the show and have watched, what, all 16 seasons of it? I haven't Absolutely. watched this season yet. Yes, no, I have. I'm done. I've watched all of them. Okay. And there will be another season coming final episode. Yeah. yeah, except for the last final, whatever, four or five that they're going to show. Five, six, whatever, yeah. This year, yeah. Yeah. So... As a show of good faith, I let you pick a couple of episodes for me to watch. You guys decided to go with, first off, uh, Mystery Spot, which is like mm-hmm. two fairly self-contained episodes, Mystery Spot being the first of them. Uh, this one is kind of Groundhog Day meets Supernatural. The two brothers, mm-hmm. Dean and... Sam. Sam, thank you. Sam and Dean, yes. Okay, like, I know these characters. I don't know these fucking characters. <laughs> Um, they, Dean's always first. Whatever. They uh, it's the Dean. We were just talking about Community. So <laughs> uh, now I gotta tell you, if it was Sam and the Dean from Community, I probably would have already watched this entire series. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the brothers go to a town because they're they hear about this uh, this professor or something that goes missing. Uh, they start exploring around where the professor went. They end up at this like junk tourist mystery location where curious things happen um they break it at night because that's their mo for when they're doing cases the proprietor of the mystery spot finds them shoots sam shoots dean yes sam sam thank you um and then dean wakes up right back in his bed at the start of the day all over again for whatever reason he's stuck in a groundhog day story and has to go through this whole day over and over again until he figures out how to save his brother or something, or at least that's the setup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's essentially it. Uh, Sam and Dean investigate the disappearance, and then uh, Dean is shot by and killed by the owner. Yep. Sam is devastated, and then he goes into the whole Groundhog Day thing, correct? Yep. So, yep. Josh, why did you yes. choose this episode? So I chose it because I personally think it's funny because I love Groundhog Day situations. Um, okay. It's fairly self-contained, and I think it uh, it highlights Dean's ability, acting ability for uh, comedic. Because I think that that episode was kind of one of the turning points where they started kind of being like, this shit's kind of goofy, so we're just going to lean real hard into just kind of tongue-in-cheek making fun of ourselves. Well, I will admit, the parts I liked best of it were Sam's the... I don't know. I don't younger. Know. Uh, Sam's Sam long hair. Which one, Sam of, which one of them hair. was on... Um, oh, so he was the one that was on Gilmore Girls. Correct. Yes. Sam. Okay, yeah. so Dean is the older brother who I hadn't seen anywhere before. 
Yes. Okay. So, uh, he was in uh, Dark Angel. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. Oh, yeah, he so, was. So, mm-hmm. Dean is the one that dies over yes. and over again. Uh, yes. And he's also yeah. the goofier of the two. He get like, when they're first waking up and every day, and it's the same song because they're doing Groundhog Day, uh, playing on the radio, and it's Asia's something or other. I can't remember the song. Heat of the Moment. Uh, Heat of the Moment. He's just really goofily rocking out to that song. That worked really well. And a lot of his reaction shots when his brother Sam is, like, telling him what's going on, Groundhog Day over and over again and all that, his just deadpan reaction shots were fantastic. I don't know that on the whole, though, I really cared that much about this episode at all. Oh, the the, the plot wasn't the important part, Mike. Okay. It was... <laughs> your, your criteria was self-contained episodes. My criteria was something uh, that would make me want to watch this show. Well, you should have. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's it's a it's a fairly standard Groundhog Day episode and there are a yeah, lot there are a yeah. lot of Groundhog Day episodes on the CW at this point. Like Supergirl's done it recently, Arrow's done it recently, Legends of Tomorrow has done it recently. Like you can't escape doing a Groundhog Day style episode at this point in just about anything now. No. Yeah. So, like, going back to this now, when this was out in 2007, it was a little fresher then than it is now, because you didn't have every CW show doing it at that point. Hell, I think figure if they can figure out a way to do it in Riverdale, they'll probably do it at this point. Um, Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Jesus. Fucking show. Um, so, but, like, so that, that mechanic wasn't interesting. The back half of the episode, where the, the Groundhog Day breaks, and you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, because... The trickster. The tri- the well, I, was trying to, I get the brother's days confused again. Sam, Dean, one of them shot and doesn't get back up this time. Uh, and so they're like the other one's in mourning and spends like six months driving around the country trying to find the trickster that actually caused this whole Groundhog Day thing to start. That was interesting to me and actually put a nice spin on the material. Yeah. It still was very plot dependent though. And I think this is uh, because of where the show shows, like the the whole episode shows up in the chronology of the series. Because the original creator, Kripke or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. he only stayed on for like the first five seasons. That was his self-contained story he wanted to tell. And the moral of this episode was that the brothers, like one of the two brothers, is just fated to die, and the other one needs to stop fighting, and at some point, just going to have to let his brother go. That was the whole point. Yes. Yes. Uh, but, you know, then they go another fucking 13 seasons, so... <laughs> and essentially it's the same plot over and over again, which is it really it's always is. the two brothers who one of them is always fated to die. Sometimes they're both fated to die. Sometimes they do die. And they somehow come back every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that they both die at least once, have to go to hell, save the other one, do a bunch of other stupid crap. Hell, Sixth season even makes mention of that in the episode you guys had me watch. And yes. we'll, go, we'll bounce over to that in just a second. But the whole overarching story of it, I think, is the part that lost me the most. Just because, you know, I'm watching two episodes picked out of the series. And for self-contained episodes, they are largely self-contained. Right up to the point where they suddenly get very plot-heavy mm-hmm. into plots that I know nothing about. Yeah, that's the that's the issue with with picking up uh, two episodes because yeah. there's better, like in my opinion, there's a lot of episodes that are better than those two, but the self-contained aspect of it is okay. 
tough. So. Okay. So the next episode you guys had me watch for this watch but, party was The French Mistake. That's what was not the French Connection. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, which apparently came right after Mannequin 3, <laughs> The Reckoning, which I got to tell you, I love that title for, for an episode, okay? <laughs> apparently all the episodes here were based, this season were based on movie titles. Yes. Interesting. I like it. Anyway. Yeah, their titles are always uh, pretty on point. Okay. So, so anyway. Uh, so, the French mistake. In this episode, the guys are at a cabin, try, uh, which may be their home, I don't know. Um, and they're trying to plan for some something or other that's coming up. That's part of the plot that I didn't know anything about. Um, and then an angel they've been working with randomly shows up, um, sends them into an alternate dimension to keep them safe. Where they're the stars, uh, Jared Padalecki and what's his face? Um, Jensen Ackles. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. They're the stars on a show called Supernatural, even though they have their memories of them being actual characters in Supernatural. Um, and they have to navigate the quote unquote real world while they figure out a way to get back to their world. Correct. And of yes. note, which I find interesting, this episode was written by Ben Edlund. Yes. Oh, He's actually okay. a producer from season two to, I think, season eight, Shit. maybe. See, now you're actually finding something that makes me interested in watching. Yeah. Ben Edlund has a great, weird streak to his writing. Again, The Tick, also Angel. Um, that actually makes me halfway curious. Yeah, so that's why, that's why I keep telling you, first season, just you have to watch it for backplot, but season two on, for a long time, Ben Edlund is... Involved. I think that he's heavily involved. He's an executive producer and writer, and I think he directs a couple episodes, maybe. He's he's written over 157 episodes for Super. Yeah. Looks like he bails around season eight, uh, looking yeah. at like writing pro writing credits, and that's pretty much the end of his run. Which one season is that? The Leviathan. He also helped mm -hmm. write Mystery mm -hmm. Mystery Spot, by the way. Just he was mm -hmm. a co-executive producer on that. Uh, um, season eight. Sam Deed reunites with Sam after escaping from purgatory because one of them died, obviously. Mm -hmm. Came up with a prophet uh, to complete a series of trials that allowed them to close the gates of hell forever. Oh, nope. So, yeah, so that was a good season. So the one after that is when it starts kind of, eh. Okay. And then it picks back up. But anyway. anything with Ben Edlund in it, I will watch. So. so let's get back to the French mistake. What about yes. this story, guys? Made you want me to watch this. So I just thought it was a hysterical episode because um, I really appreciate that, you know, Supernatural as a whole is kind of a, a dorky romp. Um, and I can appreciate when people kind of, you know, self-reflect on that a little bit. And this, this episode seemed to me was just like they know how ridiculous the show can get. So they really showcased it and all the actors and actresses kind of I guess, hammed up themselves and just... Well, it's kind of like a quasi-breaking uh, of the fourth wall kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jared Padalecki is actually married to the actress who played Ruby. She, mm -hmm. is his, her, she is his actual wife. They got married after meeting on the show. Uh, Jenkel, Jensen Ackles' wife has also played characters within the show occasionally. Um, mm -hmm. So it was fun to see that they've all kind of come together to do this episode and seeing like the actors play themselves as actors. P playing, yeah. Play very badly. Supernatural characters, yeah. yeah. 
and just like some of the stuff too like when they were uh they were looking at the stuff they did and they had that shot from the old soap opera that was great that, uh, i like yes. that yeah and he was like whoa and just like everything about uh, misha collins character where he was just like tweeting everything okay i will admit yeah. to you he did not sell me as an actor. Like after he did his fake performance as himself on the like for most of the episode, they you then see him show up as his actual character for like the tag part of the ending there. And my god, his performance was exactly the same. And I'm like, wow, this guy's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, don't, it's don't, true. don't pick on Castiel. I, Castiel's a beast. He's the angel on my Christmas tree. Okay. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, he is. That's awesome. Hey, I, there were there were parts of this episode I really liked, and I did like the idea of sending them into the real world, quote unquote, to like be a part of their own TV show. I thought that was very amusing. Um, there was some good humor, mind from it, having the characters try to navigate all of that, so forth and so on. I really liked that. I also uh, uh, amusingly, because you were trying to make a um a Bill Murray reference off cam uh, off audio, uh, his brother is the director in this episode. Brian, yeah. uh, Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Just a nice little touch there. Um, it's very funny in places. I do, I do enjoy this in places. I don't know that it came together for me. A couple parts where it was kind of, uh, yeah. And the, I guess the ending is just like, suddenly they're just snapped back because the angel that sent them there decides they're done being sent there. Like it's, it's like in the, the whole episode sets it up as a puzzle they need to solve and then they don't solve it. And they're just like, pulled back in because it's convenient. And that did, that didn't work for me so well. I you can see that. Yeah. yeah. If you had more of a understanding of the formula the TV show uses, I think it'd be a little bit better. But... I mean, I watched 12 episodes at the very start of the series. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how they tease each other about their names. Too. Yeah. Actors. Like, uh, what are you Polish? <laughs> I think it's Lucky, not Padalecki. No, I'm pretty sure. Why can't people have any normal names in this show? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but there are other good episodes um, that you didn't have to watch. There's one that kind of uh, echoes the whole going into the TV and playing out a Scooby Doo episode. That That's awesome. pretty funny. Yeah. I, I almost, they go to almost picked that one. You almost picked the a Scooby Doo episode? And the convention one. Okay. Oh, yeah, the convention yeah. one's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are late in the run, though. I can see why you didn't have me watch those. Yeah, there, there's still some story stuff. And just in case you wanted to watch it, I didn't want to have anything too plot-heavy. Because there's a the LARP episode I thought was pretty funny, too. As much as I don't like Felicia Day. Um, but so don't you like Felicia Day, though, Mike? She's okay. Uh, the guild yeah. was funny enough. Yeah. yeah, I like the LARP episode. I think that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it, from the sound of it and what what all happens, the show goes from being very like serious and tonally heavy to suddenly just lightening up, almost like Legends of Tomorrow. Kind of, and but it mm -hmm. does like a very good like seesaw where you'll be like, oh ha ha ha, this is funny, and then it just will punch you in the gut, and then you're like, god damn it. <laughs> and the next episode will be gut punchy, and then it'll just kind of slowly revert back to just being goofy. And yeah, it's okay. an emotional roller coaster. It really is. So, 17 seasons in at this point, and you're still hooked? Yeah. 
There's a couple bad episodes. Like, there's episodes where I'm just like, oh. Yeah. But, but, I mean, like, you'll have that with any show. Hmm. So. And it's good for background watching, too, because it's not, since it's on the CW, it's not very, I mean, it can be pretty visually pleasing. Like, it gets better as the show progresses, but. Um, I really yeah. enjoy Jensen Eccles over Jared Padalecki in most mm. of the episodes. Uh, Jensen yeah. Eccles, he does this thing when it, like, you know, hard rock music comes on and he's really just goofy with it. Yeah. And I really yeah. appreciate that about him. So Me too. I have two favorite characters in this show, which is Jen- Jensen Eccles. I like Dean West- Winchester. Um, uh, a lot of the uh, angels, the actors they brought in to play the angels. Um, Crowley was my favorite. A demon angel that they brought in um and then uh, uh the one who plays um their uncle oh what was his oh. name bobby bobby thank you mm-hmm. the one who played bobby the actor who plays bobby um i love bobby in every episode He's been so. a lot me of too stuff. yeah what bobby's been in a lot of stuff yes yeah. he's, he's been around great. for a long time yeah yeah Bobby's uh, Bobby episodes are always good episodes. But I also like the sheriff that used to play the mom for the Sweet Life. Oh yeah, yeah. she's really good too. Yeah, I like her too. So those are my three: Bobby yeah. Jensen Crowley. Four, sorry, and uh, the detective uh, sheriff. Ch- yeah, sheriff. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Dean and Bobby a lot, and Castillo. For As the I most said, part, he's the angel on my Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't know if you've convinced me yet to um, watch this show, but I'm not in necessarily as opposed to it. I do like Ackles better than Padalecki, though. Yeah. He's the better actor of the two. I I agree. Well, I think Padalecki kind of like. Well, I like both of them in their own, for the different reasons, but Padalecki, I think, uh, takes it more seriously and. Jensen's just like, nah, fuck it. Like, we're we're getting paid regardless. Well, like, I'd seen Padalecki on like however long he was on Gilmore Girls because my ex watched through the entire show, and it's not a bad series. Yeah. It's not one I'd watch again, but it's not bad. Um, and I never was impressed by his acting there either. So maybe I'm just holding that against him. But he still seems like often they cut to him for a reaction shot or for a deep character moment, and he just kind of looks like this lost deer in the headlights. Like, yeah. Uh... Yeah, he's 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 a little wooden. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but which is uh they also kind of make mention of that in that French mistake episode too. <laughs> a little. A but little. I did notice they didn't bring up any of his past acting roles. Uh, well, unlike with uh Ackles and his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just they have different attitudes about what they're doing too. <laughs> uh. Anything else you want to talk about with Supernatural before I cut you guys off? Well, just some just some manner things for those who like um, Dean. Um, oh, what's his name? He's now on The Walking Dead. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, he plays the dad. He does come back towards the end uh, of the last season, playing the dad one more one last time as a uh, um, nod to the show. And uh, in in Supernatural, they do pay homage to him by having kind of a Lucille in a uh, scene or two. Uh, also, uh, for those people who do enjoy Supernatural, 
it does appear that it will be coming back in 2021. So mm. at least mm. you'll have that. <laughs> and for anybody who cares, uh, Padalecki will be joining Walker, which is like the shoot off of Walker, Texas Ranger. There's mm. already a pilot in production. And it does not look like Ackles is in anything yet. No. So I'm sure that I'm surprised they didn't both just be like, we need to take like a little hiatus for a while. Like, <laughs> and maybe that's what he's planning on doing. Yeah. Since it doesn't, does not look like he has anything new coming up yet. Yeah, so, so. uh, Padalecki or Ackles is the one moving over to Walker. Padalecki, uh, long hair. Oh, that'll be unwatchable. <laughs> but. Hey, I appreciate him because he's tall. There's not a lot of tall people in Hollywood. From all the artwork, it seems like Ackles is taller, honestly. No. <laughs> no, Padalecki's it's... taller. Padalecki also uh, was uh, had a brief stint in jail uh, about what? the <laughs> Six, end seven of 2019. Ago? Yeah, 2019, yeah. and he got in a fight at one of his bars. He actually owns a bar, I think, in Texas. And he got in a fight with one of his employees, and he was actually thrown in jail. So yeah, he looks like the kind of guy. Would. Yeah, so you know, things things happen. Yeah, he has to get the the money to pay that dude off. Probably. <laughs> anyway, um, but there's a lot of good episodes of Supernatural. But I feel you have to always watch a show from the beginning to the end. I know Mike is like that. So that's how um, I do. Is that yeah. how you do it? Yeah, but you can't get through it. Yeah, no, and that's the reason why I stopped. I watched the first 12 episodes, got bored, uh, and haven't been able to pick it back up since, which is the reason why this show has gone for 16 seasons, and I've watched now, at this point, 14 episodes. <laughs> yeah, season one's a little rough. Season one is very much so uh, Buffy season one. Yes. I like Buffy longer. season one. Well, uh, but you're, it's, you're it's the same reason... People. It's the same reason why, despite the fact that I like Dooley Hill as an actor, I cannot get through Psych, even though you swear up and down about that show, Josh, because that first season is rough. It is. And I could not I get into it. The first, I think, seven or eight episodes of Psych Season 1 are really rough. Yeah. Psych Season 2 through Psych Season, what, 4? Four? 4 or 5, yeah. I think it's uh, Psych Season 2 through 4 is probably the best parts of the yeah. the episodes. 5 starts getting a little boring. Yeah. Because it was 6 seasons, right? I think so. And yep. a movie. Yeah. Quite and now they're, doing a, now they're doing a second movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, the saying is 6 seasons in a movie. You have to stop it. There. Well, <laughs> they couldn't do the... The Psych movie was, wasn't exactly what they wanted to do. Okay. Because uh, the... Uh, Timothy Oldmanson, who played Detective Lasseter, had a stroke. Oh, okay. Um, so they I had a stroke. That's sad. Yeah. So he. Uh, so they had a kind of like dumpster him. fire. Yeah, because they it got fucked up. So like he's in it for a little bit, and you can tell he he's just coming out of a stroke because it's like on a Skype video call, and he's mm. it's kind of sad. But that movie was I I felt that it kind of fell flat on its face, but. They're trying again. They're trying again. But uh, for someone who loves pop culture the way you do, I'm really surprised you haven't been able to make it through. Yeah. Well. So on Understandably. Note, on a final note about Supernatural, I can kind of see why uh, it changes after first season, because it switches networks, technically. 
Yes, it does. Yep, moves from the WB to the CW, and I could see like mm-hmm. the executives on the CW asking for a bit of a retool when they took over ownership at that point. Yeah, and Ben Ben Edlin, I think, was What's on up? from yep. episode one of season two. I mean, they probably like I'd have to look at when Angel ended, but I could see him being like, "Well, I'm free now. Let's go work on another TV show." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, Tick doesn't pay the bills. Well, we'll see if I can get back into this. These couple episodes were decent. Uh, we'll see. We'll, well, we'll that's, see. That's, that's better than this is complete... Uh, what did you call it? Tra- uh, not trash, but... I was uninterested? Yeah. Taco Bell boring. diarrhea or something? I remember. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I've, I've, that, it's not Riverdale. No. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to watch Riverdale. I couldn't get into it. I, that's, enough. that's another discussion for another episode, but... Anyway, yeah. this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm Josh Schaefer. And I'm Queen B. And we will see you next time.